Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right, hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I am Augie Carton. Yeah, you are. Hey, I'm John Hall. I are. Cass is sitting in the Kennedy seat, yeah. playing both yeah. roles. Driving. Of, uh, driving this 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 train. Driving this train. And uh, <laughs> yeah, this is. I'm 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 curious about this. So for regular listeners, last week on the show we had Aaron Goldfarb on. He was talking about his new book, Dusty Booze in Search of Vintage Spirits. And uh, Kennedy set us up fairly well, as he often does on the weekends with too nice, too nice with some with some really just nice beers back and forth. So this is going to be as 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 Chris Shepard of Beer Marketers Insights, who's joining us in just uh, half a second here. Um, the 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 beers that are one and two for him that are three and four for myself and Mr. Carton. Hmm. This is uh, this is going to see how how much. Uh, Kennedy likes us in this in this new year as we're a month into this new year. You it's know what's be, funny uh, here, John yeah. Hall. You know what's funny here, John Hall. Is um well obviously all right. So apologies ahead of time, thieves. I've been pretty good about limiting my intake when we do two early morning no food drinking shows. But the last show was Daisy Cutter and Celebrator, and I love them both. And I am I am warm, pink-cheeked, and exuberant for this conversation. But what's funny here is talk about 2024 Kennedy really delivering. When we had Chris on last time, I clearly said to all you guys, who the fuck was that guy? I really liked him. Such a smart guy with such good ideas. We should get him on almost semi-annually to talk about how great shit is. That was 2017, (laughs) and 2024 Justin brought him back on. So... Everything's right. coming and, up, Augie. Everything's yeah, coming we're up. We're like, Augie. wow, everything's awesome in 2020, uh, 2017. Well, that was my, yeah. now you're ruining my next joke. <laughs> hey, Chris, has anything changed in craft brewing since 2017? <laughs> I'm laughing a little too hard to answer or, or like stifling my laughter a little too hard to answer. I am, I am literally the Debbie Downer of the beer industry right now. Like I, all I'm I doing you, is just, is telling people, how just crappy everything is. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. It's fucking Hey, terrible. how crappy, seriously, how crappy is everything? Um, well, we just finished the the uh, very potentially the single worst year for total U.S. beer volume. At 2024, um, just said, and, hold my beer. <laughs> it, it, well, yeah, there's a lot of, um, I've heard a lot of mixed predictions about how this year does in sort of comparison to that. But hey, the comps are easy. So fingers crossed. Um, no, yeah, the single biggest year decline we've ever tracked uh, and Beer Marketers, the company I work for, has been doing that for over 50 years. I was going to um, I was gonna say, for context, you're like, yeah, you know, context, since the company was founded in 2017, this is the worst year yet, but yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, you guys 11, are older than all about beer, yeah. It's looking like 11 million barrels out the window last year, which is a just, lot of beer. Just absolutely poof. Goodbye. Now, what and, are our insights? What... <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's one for you. I um, told you I was warm cheeks. <laughs> the, uh, the, I, 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 right, there's like a about a thousand different ways, or not. There's an infinite number of ways you can slice and dice that number, right? Like, where does that number come from? But like, here's one that is sort of really wild. Um, that's about the same amount of barrels that Anheuser Busch lost last year. Um, Wait, so, so eleven yeah. million, and it was all Bud Light. <laughs> 
So like one way, not all, because there are some of their other brands declined as well. Um, but like one way, and we know this didn't happen, right? Some people who traded out of Bud Light went to other brands and lots of other brands like Coors Light and Miller Light and Yingling and so forth, like got really great growth in part because of that sort of shift. Um, but like you could slice it this way is that, you know, 11 million barrels of mostly Bud Light uh, plus some other AB brands left the beer industry and nobody picked them up. Okay, so Damn. let let me. Yes. So here's my problem. Here's my problem. Yeah, I, yeah. I have two different thoughts, both of which are a whole show. So I'm gonna try to say like five words or less on both, and you guys can pick how we go. You can try to say five words or less. It'll never happen. It'll never happen because these are thoughts I don't understand fully enough to do it with yet. But I'm gonna try to keep them concise. One. Part of what I'm seeing or feeling as a tiny brewer in New Jersey and the people I'm seeing in taverns and bars that I haven't identified the actual problem yet is when COVID happened, no matter who you were, no matter what side of politics and shit you end up on, we all agreed to lock ourselves in our house for two weeks and get over it. And we all took our favorite beverage into the basement with us. And I feel like, again, no matter where you fall on the political spectrum, six months later, you had one case of your beer or your Chardonnay or your Jack Daniels still in your house, reminding you of how this was supposed to go and a resentment built. So we see new shit, right? When we all locked down, it was White Claw and last year it was flat vodka iced tea. So what I'm seeing is people just pivoting from whatever they lived with. And I think that's why the Bud Light thing happened more than everybody was pissed at woke culture. The more they were looking for a reason to break up for, with Bud Light. And that's a harder thing to do when you've lived with Bud Light for 40 years. If you've lived with White Claw for two weeks and you hate the White Claw mixed pack in your basement in 2024... You just change, but you know what I mean? So they needed a catalyst to alibi that that change is one thought. Two thought is Bud built this into their own failure because they were the guys moving us towards White Claw anyway, right? Like Bud Light, Bud Light Lime. Or Mick Ultra. Yeah. Bud Light Arita. And then everybody's like, well, why does it even need to taste like beer if what I'm looking for is lime and then seltzer and then whatever? So... I'm not sure which way to get to what you're saying <laughs> making sense to me, but I've got two fully different thoughts on why, of I, course, yeah. that 11 million could disappear without being replaced. I uh, I want to I think number two is infinitely more interesting to talk about. Okay, um, but on point one. Uh, I will say I, I look at it a little bit differently and actually a little bit more like number two. Um, but I am, I am a guy who I am now willing to say this publicly privately in the summer of 2020, as White Claw was flying off of grocery shelves, like nobody understood, uh, or could understand. Um, I, I whispered to a handful of people, including people in my office and maybe even you, John, it was like, yeah. like what, like, what if this in a year or two just tastes like quarantine? Like what? Like it just right. mm -hmm. people, it just sort of brings back memories of this period that people don't want to bring back memories of. Yeah. I don't know if that's really what happened. I think it's a little bit more like, and again, I'm going to sort of move into number two here is that people like new stuff. People just want something new. They, if there's always a cool drink and that changes every couple of years, it's not quite every year like you can hold on to it for a couple or a few depending on how much you're able to sort of bring in new flavors but like that's the, there's a cycle to that like if you're the cool drink right now i i have bad news for you you're probably right. not gonna be in a couple years um and i listen, love that you say a couple years like just in the time of this show which is eight years very yeah. proud big for a podcast but truth it's been not your father's root beer. Mm -hmm. It's been so-and-so's iced tea. It's mm -hmm. been, you know. Well, Twisted Tea is still killing it, but yeah. But 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 what I'm saying is Twisted Tea isn't killing it like Surfside Tea is this year, right? It's We're back to tea. 
Well, what I'm uh, saying yeah. is it's something every year. It's some sugar water. And the trick is because Bud Light spent so much time convincing you beer made you fat. People are like, well, this one doesn't have any beer in it either. Mm-hmm. So rather than the Bud Light lime, I'll drink the White Claw lime and I'm getting the fattening beer out of it, which is completely insane if you understand nutrition. But it is the marketing tactic of Bud Light for 40 years. The, I I mean, I think that my sense of Bud Light marketing for a long time and, and mainstream beer marketing was sort of I think it it started in that place of like less fat you're not going to get fat this is you know right. great um, taste less filling but, right but like moved into a place of like this is what everybody drinks this is uh this is good times this is easy like there's no no strings attached no like right. this is this is easy to drink this isn't going to get in the way this is this is what you want like um there ain't a lot of flavor there there ain't a lot of anything there right so, like sort of right. like simplicity and humor and fun mm-hmm. was like but, just it, but what that's they not the end point right that's the gateway to sell Oh, and I think, and I think precisely what you're saying, hard seltzer is sort of the natural evolution of that. Right. It's okay. sort of the 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 sort of natural endpoint. And listen, you know, this that clearly opens the door to being interested in other things. Well, then, what am I really getting here? Right. Right. And and listen, the flavors that are associated with beer that so many of us, you know, sitting on this call right now and and listening that we sort of love right that sort of craft brought back and said oh but malls like oh but hops mm-hmm. oh but right. oh but yeast like oh but all of these interesting things and figured out that a whole bunch of other consumers were like yeah that oh yeah i get that that's really cool but lots of other people like have no interest or no or maybe no patience for those flavors patience patience thank you patience is the problem and patience so is the issue it's so much easier to be like oh like black cherry yes or like watermelon yeah. yes like yeah. mango lime like oh i get that give me that right and, and then the stamp and the stamp of watermelon right not yeah. oh, this yeah. watermelon isn't as sweet as my last watermelon it's this is the jolly rancher watermelon flavor i expect mm-hmm. when i think watermelon mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right, Chris, you've actually given me a great inroad to the what brings us together on Seal This Beer is a candid conversation of beer, what it is and not what we thought it would be, how it tastes, and um, look at me, fucking daisy cutter. Uh, what, you know, <laughs> how fun it is beer, to drink, man. how fun it is to drink, not how hard it was to get, and what it tastes like, not what we told it would taste like. To facilitate that, we drink blind out of black glasses. Chris, you got a black glass to drink out of, right? I love you. I have them. I do. You're as blind as me and John. I'm going to, I am going to now say the next beer, not this beer, but beer four is missing a bit of foil. So I can see a bit of the can. I have no idea what it is from the bit I can see, but this one was not shipped as well. Beer three that we are all three of us drinking right now yeah. is is in my glass and obscured in a 16-ounce can. I will start, and Chris, this is going to be hard notes for you because you weren't on the last show. (laughs) We had Celebrator on the last show. Yeah. And I can't tell if that is completely handicapping this beer or making it interesting. Because the flavors I'm getting from this beer are kind of like a an okay lager with some malt character, if that makes sense. And there's nothing wrong with it. I just, a lot of what you were saying while you were talking about the, (laughs) the reduction of the profile makes this beer. I don't know. It makes me feel like, so what, why did you go a little malty and not more malty, blah, 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 blah. But in that whole context, I've just had a celebrator. And since I think this is somebody's attempt at an, interesting i don't know amber lager or something it's it's just feeling kind of half-assed that being said (laughs) i'm drinking it and not minding drinking it so i want your no celebrator palate opinion of the beer because this might have been genius because i have one i'm having (laughs) i'm having a a, a totally different reaction you're saying amber lager this is everything that i'm drinking right now 
and maybe it's, it's because of the Bud Light it talk that we to, were having. It tastes to me like they're trying to copy Yingling or um, what's the one in Texas? Shiner. Yeah, I I'm not getting that 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 sweetness that I typically associate with the two of them. This to me is just kind but of you one just of those... had Celebrator like me, which is super. That's sweet. fine. That's but I'm, why I'm, saying... I'm asking Chris to talk. Don't do that. Chris. Don't ask Chris to talk about the beer. I um I am not getting uh uh the, the uh, amber. Like I'm not yeah. like feeling caramel or anything right. in that world. It feels a little bit more <laughs> more sort of white bready grainy to me. Like yeah. really? okay. there's a sweetness to it for sure. Um but I that I'm not in that world. I'm I'm in a little bit. I'm feeling you on this. It is, it's. But it's it's not quite all the way there, right? It hasn't been like pushed all the way. It's it, right? It, it, it feels it is, half-assed. That was my first note. But again, but it is not. It it's it it's nice to drink. It's 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 beer. It's yeah, just it's, yeah. it's not it's beer. beer. It is. Not that's beer. that's what this is. This is. <laughs> This is when you walk into beer. to Cheers. This is what they have in those eight mount eight ounce there's mugs. No this is way just Cheers. A, there's no way day, Cheers doesn't have diacetyl. This there's no that's way the Cheers lines aren't just that's, full of diacetyl. That's fair. Um, <laughs> when you walk into Cheers, you're drinking that authentic Duff Guarded experience from Universal Studios. Fine, but this Disney is World. but th this is this is just generic. This is that that white can that says beer on it. But is it committed? Sorry, it's so fine. But why is it so sweet then? Yeah, and I'm sure it's adjunct. What's right? it not it's gotta, committing? It's gonna to? have it's gonna have corn in it. It's gonna have you know some Ugh. sort of yeah. So, it, but so let's say let's say you know, you and guys, not that artisanal bullshit that you get, you know, for your stuff. Say, this is yeah. gonna be you know, this is feed corn, <laughs> not expensive corn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's no more expensive corn. Fine, use it. Um, <laughs> artisanal corn. <laughs> You know I've done that anyway. Yes, I, that's to, why I'm that. saying this. Right. This beer is not that. All right, but um, let's get back to before we go to my heritage breeds of blue corn. Um, let's talk about if you two were my brewers, and I walked into the brewery, I was like, guys, I have a great idea. This will totally work. We're gonna copy Shinerbach, but take the edge off it. Would yeah. this beer make sense to you? It, um. That's when I would pull out the pre-written uh, letter of resignation that I've been carrying I, I, since hey, day one. Hey, I'm just <laughs> saying, would this beer be like we nailed it, Oz? No. Why I, not? I, I no. This is not Shiner. This is no. not That's Shiner. That's what I'm saying. Shinerbach without an edge. Shinerbach you're trying to make it happen. No. I don't. Yeah. I'm not getting it. I'm with I'm with John. Sorry. Right, what I don't, if I yeah. said no, don't, ap Tom. don't apologize for being on the side of righteousness. Well, John, you meant rightness, not righteousness. No, no, no. I stand by what I Nothing said. Nothing you're doing is righteous. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right, but you aren't righteous. Um, all right, Chris. So, all right, fine. I, but here's the thing. For me, it just ends up being too sweet. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I always this is, bash, a, sta this is a stadium parking lot beer. This is a. It is not a stadium parking lot beer. That's where you get the good beers. You got to drink this shit inside. <laughs> for the normal people at tailgates Augie. this is yeah and then this is what's served inside as well this is this is yeah oh yeah so it's, in, it's just inside beer. inside i'd be like too much sugar and i would just keep drinking all right fine it's i like your beer. corn thing though Cass, every time my head goes to palm i say corn so my head's on palm Cass, you what is this are, you're drinking the montucky cold snacks which is the only <laughs> I don't know the what, 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 what? <laughs> oh, man. I'm surprised you've never what, had one of these after What did season. you just say? Of course we are. <laughs> of course we're drinking Montucky. That's, what the fuck? That's are exactly what this about? is. What are those oh. words? You're not saying any words. No, this, I, I, <laughs> oh, Sheppel, really? Sheppel know best yeah. on this, but this is, this is like a, this is a juggernaut, or it was a juggernaut like two years ago. I don't know if it still is. What I the fuck is it? It's like a bro beer. For bros doing bro things, eight percent. Oh, it's not 8%. Oh, Jesus. Um, is this an eight percent beer? No, 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 no. Oh. On the can, it says eight percent back to local causes, but I saw the eight percent where the oh, ABV well, usually I like that. is. I like that. Yeah, they um, um, what it, but so hold on, yeah, everybody stop. 
one person enunciate the fucking words you're saying. What is the name of the spirit? Do I have to open it? Can I? Do I have to read it to know what you're talking about? Yeah. You might. Yeah. Montucky, which, which isn't a thing, right? Think of Montana, Kentucky, Montucky. They don't touch. They share nothing. I Keep want going. you to think about it's I've from Montana. Montana. Right. right. So I've think about like that sort of Kentucky um spirit located in Montana. Right. Uh and cold snacks. Totally it's, different it's, bigotry in those two states. Totally different. <laughs> but what well one is a race bigotry and one is a religion bigotry. They don't mix. Anyway, go on. Uh, and and cold snacks is sort of their word for instead of lager or ale or whatever, it's a cold snack. It's a beer. It's a cold snack. Uh, they have done super well. They have <laughs> yeah. they grew super quickly um, by offering uh, a sort of small brewery lager that tastes as we've tasted uh, <laughs> at a at a not not quite craft price point. Oh, yeah. so these are these are the guys from. Um... Who's the, who's the local Vermont guy trying to do that? Green something, Green State. There are there are quite a handful of yeah. of both like established craft breweries that are trying to sort of have that offering, and sort of standalone companies that are trying to sort of reproduce that uh, that sort of success. Yeah. Does it say so? What so basically, basically uh, what it is, basically Wisconsin. what it is, is a wait. Yeah. It's not for Montana or Kentucky. They're based they're, in Montana, but they're it's, doing it's a contract brood, right? Yeah, it's, it's Point it Lacrosse. Oh. It's, yeah. oh, Cross or Point? Yeah, I, I'm not sure which. I yeah, right. in Lacrosse. Kennedy, so, yeah, Kennedy. Kennedy. How did you go from Daisy Cutter and Celebrator to Montana? I'm, I'm proud of Cold them. I'm, I'm proud of them. I've only had this beer, I think, once before, and it was 2020 at the Big Beers Festival, mm. where <laughs> uh, our good friend Dustin Kraft. Uh, uh, was shocked that I hadn't had one, so he went out to the store was and I bought a twelve you? pack of it. Probably, I do, I mean, every time Dustin's around, I try to. We sat we sat around the lounge you. and we're drinking it. But he, so, yeah. was he ha- last time I was with him, I was drinking a full wheel of Kolsch. Um, <laughs> how? Come on! All right, I know the Daisy Cutter's talking. Why is it so sweet, guys? And why are we okay with that? But um, sure. All right. Let's go back to our sense. If I walked into a concert and they gave me this, I would like it better than Bud Light and Modelo. Sure. But but it would get I couldn't drink four of these. It's so sweet. Couldn't drink four of them. Six is a different story. You know, I, stop at four. I, I <laughs> swear to God, I think I I think the sugar in this would fuck up my sleep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what'll do it. Um <laughs> It's the eight percent to charity that fucks up my sleep. <laughs> oh. All right, we've All right. got Chris Otto. We're just bullshitting. God damn it, Chris! All right, I mean, Chris. Chris, let's say you had a miserably failing small brewery in New Jersey that only made canoe. Um, how would you save it, marketing insights wise, this year? <laughs> uh lols i mean (laughs) one one of the reasons i'm a reporter is that like i don't i can just sort of like write what is and not give not actually give people advice you're not an editor you don't need any opinion you just have facts i mean i'm an editor he's got opinions i do have opinions but like i don't have to strategize for you right right? like i'm not going to tell you this is how you win like this is how well, if you're not going to strategize for me and you're not going to pay cast to can your beer how are you on this show <laughs> that's that's an excellent question i'm pretty sure it's because all standing in uh o'hare at like 10 30 p.m on a random wednesday kaz appeared behind me uh for the umpteenth time in an airport that we happened to be on the same plane together I think that's why I am here. Actually, I don't know. Well, all I'm hearing, great, all I'm hearing is that reason. Cass is obsessed yeah. and he's getting sloppy with uh, <laughs> with his hiding. All I'm hearing <laughs> is that you have something to trade, and someday might introduce Cass to people that can beer. I mean, uh, <laughs> what you were in town for? <laughs> I uh, I was in I was in Chicago for the opening can... of the of the Guinness uh, Brew Pub there. Uh, oh, all right. For, uh, and hasn't that already failed? 
hasn't that already failed in chicago i don't think so not in chicago yeah no and the one in maryland is failing well the brewery is gone they decided they didn't need that that brewing capacity because blonde didn't do what they uh thought it could do um when they built it um but the but the sort of hospitality area is still there right like the attraction the the pub and the marketing side of guinness which has always been the best side of guinness i mean chalo You've been to the storehouse, right? Nothing sells yeah. stouts like pelicans. <laughs> hey, man, you know you're asking you're you're asking for marketing advice. You clearly already have the answers. Yeah, it's I mean, pelicans. It's seagulls. You know, embrace your Jersey shortness. It's Woo! just aggr- it's aggressive seagulls. Seagulls is... eating tuna sandwiches out of dead boat cans. <laughs> Woo! So. <laughs> Do you, do you want me to actually answer your question? I yes. do. I do. Yes. Sorry, okay. um, the, the obvious answer to me for for small breweries at this point uh, is is unfortunately like not the easiest answer, but or is but it's it's dig in right. It's like going deeper, doing the hard work to like build those relationships as close to home as possible that strengthens the core. And like, that's not easy work. That's not necessarily fun work. That's not necessarily going to create growth. Like, like depending on, you know, the brewery you are and depending on how much uh, debt you've taken on, for instance, like that might not cut it, frankly. Um, But if we're talking about like what I see and like what's working and it's right, everyone's talking about focus. Everyone's talking about fewer brands, fewer SKUs, fewer packages, fewer costs. Like, how yeah, can that's I that's not simplify... like 2017 at all. Yeah, right? Well, Umageddon, yeah. That's it. And it was, um, uh, Chris, I can't remember his last name. Uh, he's an accountant. He works with a bunch of small breweries. Um, I saw him do a presentation in Pennsylvania last year. Uh, and like, that was his basic point. And I, I think it's right on, which is, you know, the shakeout that's happening now is actually delayed because of COVID, like should have happened earlier. 100%. Yeah, there's no Um, doubt. I I can tell you that's not just us. Like friends of mine in other industries who, like what I'm seeing happen in other industries is Mm -hmm. the guy who was a genius for getting everybody through COVID Mm -hmm. has just been revealed as an idiot with government money in his pocket. You know what I mean? Like, like people who tapped that huge who are like, how did they navigate so quickly? It was free money. Government money. Yeah. 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 Turns out I should have taken free money back in the day and then we'd be fine apparently. But you know what I mean? Like, like, like it's funny that that's the reveal. Nobody understands it by doing it and then not doing it. You just extended the failure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry to interrupt because you were you were kicking I, ass. But oh no, I I I I think that's it. Like that's the that's the basic. And like, you know, it's not even very small breweries that are thinking about that simplicity. You know, and yeah. that's uh... is that why people are merging? Like the more I talk to people, like so I have a ton of extra capacity, and I still so the problem with us is I like making fifty two beers a year. Right. That's why <laughs> I got into it. Like I. I started because I wanted to be Sam Calagione in the brew pub, not because I wanted to be Sam Calagione on the shelves. Yeah. So, you know, but Jersey's dumb laws made me push out further. But, you know what I mean? Like, we've got our five brands that are on all the shelves. I just want to focus on this. But when you hear people be like, oh, well, why don't you team up with, let's just say Oxbow, they're just far enough away, but have Oxbow make beer at Oxbow and you make beer there and make it all work together. I'm like, sure, but then how do I make 52 beers a year? However, if you're consolidating to these four plus these four, is that why everybody's doing this consolidation? That's the plan? Um, I, That's probably one of the drivers, uh, it, it, right? Is sort of, right, looking for synergies, right? Like, where can yeah. we share, where can we share costs? Where can we, and listen, like, I think a lot of the mergers that have been announced, and listen, most of them aren't mergers, right? Lots of the acquisitions yeah. that have been announced um, are going to involve changes in capacity that, like, either haven't happened yet or 
you know, are in the process of happening and, and are, are uh, or just sort of being quiet about, right? Um, and so th th there's a lot of capacity out there. You're not the only one with a whole lot of it. Um, and and that's that's true of the beer industry writ large. That is not just a craft beer thing. There are, there are way, way, way too many tanks out there for the amount of beer that is being produced in this country right now. Um, and there's also the problem of it is it's not all the right size and it's not all in the right places. Um, and so it's it that's that's a problem uh sort of broadly but uh i think you know you know look look at the look at the the deal that sort of broke everybody's brain last year of, of tilray buying a whole bunch i of wanted to ask you about TV. that yeah yeah right like um you know as a part of that tilray also bought a whole lot of breweries a whole lot of facilities pubs too um but also you know facilities but guess what it doesn't really need most of those facilities right like it doesn't actually require like it still has sweetwater's facility in atlanta and it's got um uh, just a handful of others and it's like does it really need all of the capacity that it bought and it probably yeah. doesn't now they also have to figure out somewhere to brew all that shock top that used to be brewed in ab's mm -hmm. large facilities that obviously won't be anymore um but you know, was that sarcasm uh, i mean the, the all that part uh, is a little bit like their shock top is a shadow of its former self um but they have they're super bullish about it they're like this is this is a golden opportunity to be able to sell shock top which is we will see we will see yeah i don't yeah, recall I don't, I don't recall anybody at ab ever having that even enthusiasm behind that brand nope it's i remember i remember some commercial some like listener to the show made me watch where there was an orange slice moon yeah it was it like mac the night on uh yeah uh, throwing it up in a bar yeah. and i was like I don't get it. That that was literally the last relationship I had with with Shaktop. We have to talk about beer too, even though I don't want to interrupt Chris because I'm learning plenty here. But I mean, you're not interrupting me. But you know what I mean. Um, you should use it. Ask me more pointed directions, or otherwise I'll just start rambling, and nobody. No, but that. rambling no, is no, what no, we no. do, especially when we're just. <laughs> so here's the problem. I'm clearly, I'm clearly like, fucking. I didn't realize that I wanted to drink this much today. But I. But here, been, but here we are. We've been doing the show a total of eighty minutes, and except for Snack Tucky or whatever it was, I finished. This it shall whole, henceforth be called Snack Tucky. Yeah. This whole twelve ounce can, the second beer, which yeah. I was like, oh, it's nice. Oh, it's another pale ale. Maybe he got us a twelve ounce Daisy Cutter. Keep in mind, I can see that it's a white label with some gold on it, or a white can with some gold on it because the yeah. the foil's torn. Okay. But whatever this beer is, I drank all of oh. it while we've been talking. It's just a perfect pale ale. I'm afraid it's high booze. Oh, I'm, oh my I'm God. Like... Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, yeah. so there's two things that are coming off of this beer for me. And the first one is that amber-ish malt note that you were trying to force into. Uh, this, I'm uh, telling you, after Montucky. a celebratory and a snack tucky. Yeah. yeah. This but one's this, just fucking. This mm. has the mm. malt fill on this is, is old school. Yeah, this is a good IPA. Old school malt forward IPA, and but the second part of it, as I got a couple of sips in, I was like, oh, I think this is going to be boozy, and it's fairly Fuck. well masked. Well, I drank the whole fucking thing. I'm out of oh. here. Like, if you guys start talking about it, I got none to talk about. Good. Um, I like this beer so much. What's this beer? What's uh, this beer can, doing for you? I, I mean, <laughs> I can tell you exactly what beer this is, but that's only because Augie described what the color of the can is. Uh, oh no! It is, it is in my fridge downstairs, and I have I'm just sorry. been drinking it. So it's right. So like, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, and had a sip and was like, yep. Well, that's what is it? Because I haven't is. opened it yet. I'm just seeing the quarter, but whatever uh, it is. I'm gonna say it's Sierra Nevada Hot Bullet Imperial version, or or, or Magnum <laughs> oh. Magnum edition is what they called it. When did they start doing gold cans? It's, no, no, it's, it's a white, white can with gold with gold, with gold, yeah. Uh, All right. So wait, before we go any further, is he right? Cass. Yes. Yes. Wow. Nice work, dude. Um, well, yeah, it's Sierra. Also... I always love Sierra, but 
this is fucking what is this i don't what know is shit this? About I, this yeah i've never heard What's I've a 12 ounce hold on i'm gonna unwrap mine pop bullet magnum edition imperial yeah. ipa 9.5 percent i'm dead i'm dead i'm dead <laughs> fucking dead this is great. Oh. So when we all say, "How do we get people back to?" I'm better. Is this a clear beer? If I pour it in a glass, is it bright? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh heck yeah. I oh, would absolutely. Hope so. Yeah. Fucking... Oh, and it's exactly what you want it to look like too. It's. Um, oh my god. It's. Can, can I get it on hand pump when I'm in Duluth next month? Um. One could only hope. Good lord. Yeah. I'm completely out of it. I'm completely out of all three beers except for Snack Tucky. And so Augie, this I. Oh man, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Like, this is the reason that, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. If, like, the way that you described Montucky Cold Snacks is yeah. a little bit how I think of some of the, the uh, I'll just say, really popular 9.5% Imperial IPAs versus this beer. Right, you mean where it's, they're too sweet, and this one they, has right. Some it's dignity? like it's a there. It's bigger on the sugar, on the sweetness, right. with uh, uh, with less edge, right? Because mm-hmm. this beer has edge to it, yeah. right? But a lot of the, I mean, let's so just say this beer. Lot, not, not. I just want you to pick at that because it's yeah. not edge, right? It's not mm. edge. It's it's mm. balance, right? Okay, if, if I'm sure. going back to if I'm going back to yelling at Eric Ruda eight years ago for calling a raspberry sour beer balanced this beer has balance <laughs> every time it goes towards sugar the bitterness corrects the sugar every time it goes towards bitterness the sugar corrects the bitterness the hops are the whole way through right what what i what i think i want to identify this beer is is as dignified like it's beer flavors but they're they're not like too bitter too sweet too whatever they're just like oh that's a straightforward yeah, beer grown up to be a little more of everything balanced. Honestly, what this beer is is the culmination of forty plus years of smartly brewing hop forward beers. This beer is fucking delightful. I'm out of it. I want more. Like I'm gonna. I probably this, can't drive. So, I probably so can't this drive is, to the liquor store, but no. I, if there were six of these in my liquor store, I would want it. If, if I'm only Drizzly was Uber. still in, in, in business. Um, <laughs> the Shep. Um, so wait. Yeah, you have seriously, because you're so going to know this answer. Is, How this much is of a this new is one. there? Yeah, they. Uh, this is, um, I don't know if it is like the spring seasonal for Sierra Nevada this year. I'm not, I probably should be is, sure of that, but I'm not. Wait, I don't get their press releases anymore. So like, I didn't even know this was a thing. What was the Sierra last spring? They called it like, you know, wasty powder or something. Some really shitty powder, idea. Powder, 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 powder day, powder. Right. Well, I will tell you that hop bullet mag is Magnum the hop. Is it Magnum hop? Great question. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Cass, what are your notes on this beer? What do you mean? I don't have any notes. All right, fuck. <laughs> fucking Kennedy. Kennedy somehow gets me, gets me Chris Shepard, and then doesn't give me notes. All right, but here's what I'm saying. Somehow if gets this, Chris Shepard. If this is replacing the negotiations it took to get him on this program were just well, dude, through his people, it? and then it took yeah. all of seven years. Yeah, but anyway, and then we didn't even get him the green M and M's in his dressing room. It's terrible. Is, I feel like they fired somebody at. Sierra Nevada, and I'm happy about it. I may be wrong, but last year we were like, this is the spring seasonal and it's spring skiing, hazy, blah, blah, blah. And I remember liking that beer, but so what? This beer is fucking good. Yeah, what do you got, Cass? Crystal crystal Oats, two-row wheat, white wheat. Crystal Oats? Eureka, Helios. uh, Wait, is it Crystal, comma, Oats? Is it Crystal, comma, Oats? Or is it Crystal Oats? Yeah, there is a comma there. Okay, I was gonna say that's not a thing. <laughs> not yet, it's not. <laughs> not yet, not yet. You heard it her experience with this beer. Bitterness that is forty-eight. Uh, Ale yeast. Yeah, Chico, which yeah. they stole from Nork, by the way. Um, um, that's a great fucking beer. All right, so Chris, keep delivery. telling us about it. 
Wait, you can get you can get it for local delivery. There's a you can get it for local delivery. I can. Let's see if there's anything. Probably can. DoorDash it. Yeah, yeah, just DoorDash door exactly. Yeah, that's that's definitely how I end up divorced. That's hey, honey, Ed <laughs> made, made a 12 ounce, nine and a half percent beer that I got a case of while you yeah. were letting me record the show, and I finished it. No, that's the worst beer in the world because I drank 12 ounces of that at near 10 percent in yeah. in in 20 sentences from Chris. Anyway, so. <laughs> Session. How do we tie this up? Save this show, guys. I'm falling off. I'm falling over the edges here. We have a Where letter. are we at? Oh, no, we, have we a gotta letter? talk to Chris more. All right, fine. We do have a letter. Oh. Read a letter, but it better be something Chris can answer. Nobody wants to hear me ramble. Say that's not really. By the way, I've got <laughs> apparently at some point one of my glasses ended up with Celebrator and Hop Bullet in it together. Delightful black and tan. What? Yep. No. Apparently, I. I I wanted the snack out of the way, dumped one into the other. I've got a glass full of Magnum Celebrator. I'm, I'm, I'm full though. I thought the hot bullet was gone. I'm no mixing so it. So at some it's point, just... I, at some point when I was drinking the hot bullet, I was like, "That's not the right beer. It's got some coconut notes." And I went away and I went back to the hot bullet. What I must have done was poured hot bullet on the Celebrator glass that I was you drinking instead of. Snack Tucky. Well, do you want a letter about guacamole yes. or do you want a letter about yeah. Kennedy drinking blind? Wait, what? Yeah, I got two. I got two here. You got to pick your poison. You just broke my brain. I, I want both. I want, I, yeah, all right. Well, then I'll give you both. So let's we'll start with the guacamole. Kennedy Wait, we should, we should cut this into a double episode in a couple minutes. I just no. found out my mother-in-law puts blue cheese in her guacamole. What's next? Peas. In case I've ever encountered this abomination in real life, what beer would this STV crew recommend pairing with the guac? Did he just call us the sexually transmitted disease? Cheers, DDHD69. This is a real letter if you guys ever really need something to talk about. I, I think that's amazing. Um, I was so he's it. saying his Whatever. mother... So the, the way I'm hearing what you're saying, the suggestion is he's been eating his mother-in-law's guacamole for a while and asked for, why do I like yours? Right? Like I just found out my mother-in-law puts blue cheese in her guacamole. Was it like he put it in his mouth? It was like, fuck this guacamole. What's wrong with it? Or was he like, Hey Mary, I love your guacamole. What's your secret ingredient? Ah, I mean, he calls it an abomination. So something that he doesn't not like. Yeah, but that's like pineapple on pizza. He's just saying he's got a side in all politics. Right. Nothing's an abomination. You can do it right or wrong. I think my I want to know what form the blue cheese is taking. Like, is it crumbles of like proper blue cheese or is it like blue cheese dressing? Right. Exactly. Ooh, you're just oh, folding ooh, in, ooh. yeah. <laughs> all right, so you're just folding right, so, in the mayonnaise consistency, blue cheese right, dressing, like, yeah. But story time. I don't know if crumbles. it matters if it's but... if it's good proper crumbles. Story time with Uncle Loggy. Oh, Sometime no. in the very early '80s, somebody gave me guacamole and I loved it. And one of the many things I've had in my life is my mom was an amazing cook. Is an amazing cook. Just fantastic at cooking. I was like, what is this? And she basically put her head to it. She's like, oh, it's going to be onions, avocado, cilantro, and mayo. <laughs> now, in the 80s, mm-hmm. avocados came hard. So I think she sure. was solving for the smoothies. She didn't know what guacamole was. It wasn't a thing that could be found east of the Rockies in the 80s. But the first, say, 50 times I made guacamole, I was like, oh, it's just you know a mayonnaise spread avocados and these things things then i grew up the world opened up a little more communication got better i learned recipes obviously i think that's preposterous now i feel like if it's blue cheese dressing that's just somebody solving like my mom did and maybe not a mistake that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking and instead of mayo they're looking for some sort of flavor hang or funk yeah like like the lightest funk you could imagine now and then I want to I want to tell them on. to drink Hop Bullet Magnum Edition with it. Fucking you know, that's where I was Hot going Bullet with Magnum it. Edition. I want I want an old school pale ale. Oh my god, I I would kill IPA. the blue cheese guacamole right now. Yeah. All right, so next point I'm going to bring up on this same letter. 
she's just trying to make hers hers. If she finds one, she finds one of those like Maytag blues, and does like a you know barbacoa pork guacamole blue cheese on top of it taco because she's being super creative and it's the molecular gastronomy early aughts and then she's like well fuck it the shortcut is just mix the guacamole in and serve it on tostitos at the super bowl is that an okay way to get there pickle bread on this yeah what is the what is the second letter cast well i actually wait, have wait, two... wait, i've got a third point i've got a third point <laughs> At some point, I went to a super creative new LES Mexican themed or Mexican inspired restaurant, and they were just mixing pistachios into their guacamole for crunch because they were serving yucca chips instead of crispy chips. And if you're really mad at her and you guys want to find common ground, swap the blue cheese for just shelled salted pistachios weirdly fucking delightful in guacamole all right here okay. now do we want a, a letter about canada or do we want a letter about jersey no no jersey letters all right then but Can it, but, Can it, but, Can but i'm from jersey <laughs> it's we're about aware the, it's about the bill you're from um, jersey no, we're not doing. We're no, yeah, we're not doing enough, a letter about we, the bill. We don't have much bill talk. No, um, if we're gonna do a bill talk, we need Scott. This one, this one's actually probably this is more like a revenge letter from our oh. buddy Jason Scofie. Oh, um, good. Oh, uh, I can, love Jason Scofie. Kennedy, so my man, can you have Augie mail the beers to you one week so that we can see you take a tried flat glass, see what artisanal wrapping he used, and also see how he ruins your Sunday by drinking a thirteen percent quad at ten a.m. Cheers, Game on. Jason S. Game on. Just so you see, know, the problem I see is how are you going to get him beers? You don't have to do that. I know. I know people that can mail. All right. I've got. I've got. I've, I know I mean, people I, who know how the U.S. Postal Service works. I've got. I've got mailers. Some people mail things to him from me. Yeah. Here's what all right, I'll give you the from. answer because yeah. obviously it's never going to happen. But I'm finding a pre-prohibition for logo. <laughs> I'm wrapping it in orange duct tape <laughs> and I'm writing 69 on it and mailing it to Kennedy. And he'll drink it blind. He doesn't listen to the show. So he doesn't listen never, to the show, so he'll never <laughs> he'll never see it coming. So that's that's my move. That's my move. Are, can you still find those on eBay or something? They oh, exist. Boy. They exist. So. They're far oh, more interesting than dusty bourbon. Yeah, it's Aaron. It's Yikes. Aaron Goldfarb's next uh, next book is in search of vintage for loco. We are over a decade removed at this point. You know that there's like just houses where mom and dad are cleaning out. They're getting ready to move, and they're just finding the you know, their kids' old stash loco. somewhere in the yeah. Pre-pro for loco. They're finding Please. their like like current thirty forty somethings old stash somewhere. Yes. Like... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hidden, hidden above the ceiling tiles. All those people, all those people have moved to regular coffee. So I know. Like, they're like, "Hey, I'll trade you regular coffee for Four loco." I'm like, "What year?" I'm, I'm, I'm always what glad year? when you can bring this back to your brewery. It's just, it's, it's, it's heartwarming. Um, do you want to talk about seventeen other podcasts? Make sure it don't. <laughs> Uh, everybody knows where to hear all those podcasts. Shep is on some of those podcasts. He was on the 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 twenty twenty three year in review. We had a, a a fun, lively conversation about. Was that with you? Know, you? Yeah. No, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. I thought you were just. And then now. and then Shep, am I wrong? You were on like five other. Just one. end of the year. Just twenty twenty three podcasts. Was it with angry just... or was it with my sweethearts? No, no. It, you just it just seemed to you like I was on five other podcasts because okay. I posted about both of them and i okay. usually post about nothing oh so like it just felt like there were seven or eight but there were just two it was just yours so yeah listen the, the i i want you to plug your <laughs> marketers insights i know not everybody is going to uh to subscribe there is a there's a financial yeah. uh, consideration to to your subscription but it's worth it so if there are the folks who are listening, who really want your insights, who want, you know, the whole team who's been doing this for 50 years and to really know how things are moving, 
what's the website? Where do people go to, to subscribe? Yeah, head to beerinsights.com. Uh, you can find us also, I think people are still, I don't do it, but I think someone still is on what is now called X at Beer Insights. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been a lot more active on LinkedIn lately. It's a yeah. sort of good venue for us since we're all B2B. So if you're in the business and you you want to find us, and if you want to find me on LinkedIn, like that's a great place to sort of keep up with what I'm up to and where I'm showing up. Um and we do have a free weekly digest. So Craft Brew News is our craft-focused publication. So if you're interested in the craft business, you can check that out. Uh, but it's totally free to get a sort of weekly digest of the top stories from the prior week. It comes out every Monday. And that, again, you can sign up for it at BeerInsights.com. Thank you. You should absolutely do that. Hey, Cass, that do was, your thing. By the way, that was the most practiced one of those. The most practiced one of those we've ever seen. That That's was funny. amazing. Uh, I haven't practiced it at all. You nailed it. Thanks. Clearly, clearly Hall gave us a good runway of 12 podcasts for you to practice on. And I'm proud that you got your chops together and came in here and really, really chopped it up. Hey, Cass. Yeah. Tough act to follow, but now you do your little script. That is patreon.com slash deal. See what I mean? Thank you. Oh, this definitely ain't scripted. Uh, It's always off the cuff here. It's organic Um, every time. Yeah, you never get the same thing. Uh, yeah, stealthisbeer.com. Or no, it's at patreon.com slash stealthisbeer. You could go to our website, stealthisbeer.com as well, uh, and find us on all social media platforms at stealthisbeer. See what we're drinking on on tap and write us letters about your favorite dips here, especially as we get closer to the Super Bowl <laughs> at stealthisbeerpodcast Steal oh, at gmail.com. Oh, God, what have you done? What has Kennedy done to me? Hey, what Chris, I just done? I just send us you your dip letters. This is just now going to be the next <laughs> eight years of our lives of just. My um... mother-in-law puts pomegranate seeds right. in her onion dip. Nice. See, <laughs> Shepard, you're good. always welcome. You're creative. <laughs> I'm going to pomegranate seed and onion dip right now. Anyway, I just friended you on LinkedIn, Chris Shepard. So find awesome. that. I will. While, while Cass was selling our wares, so practiced. Um, make sure you buy. I, I'm not getting a nap, but I'm doubling down on the vintage Shaq Daniels I just picked up off the web, okay. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go, <laughs> I'm gonna go light a fire in the backyard and fall asleep while it burns. Um, look, man, you guys are all great to us. Thanks for playing these games. Thanks for being tolerant of the Daisy Cutter Celebrator days. And Jesus Christ, Sierra Nevada Hot Bullet Magnum, go get it. All right, get at us. Cheers.